Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. I am Chris Broussard. He is Bucky Brooks, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. We got trolling or rolling at the bottom of the hour. You want to keep it locked for that. But Bucky Brooks gave us a little tease into what his thoughts are on Aaron Rodgers this year with the Jets. And uh, Bucky... Rodgers will make his Jets debut. Obviously, it's a preseason game, so it's not the real thing. But he hasn't played in the preseason since, I think, 2018. And he is going to play Saturday against the Giants. Uh, Probably play a quarter or so. But here's uh, Robert Sala, the Jets coach, talking about it. Ultimately, for us as a, an organization, it's he's new. I know he's been in the league a very long time, but uh, just didn't want September 11th to be the first time that he stepped into, into MetLife Stadium. You know, the Giants and Jets game, whether it's preseason or regular season, there's, there's going to be a good turnout. There's going to be a lot of anticipation and, and excitement in the, in the uh, building. You can't coach scared. You can't play scared. You know, you can you can slip out of your car and have something happen to you. But, uh, you know, we'll be, knock on wood, everyone will be fine. You know, you see some of the great ones out there. You know, Kansas City's playing their guys. Buffalo's playing their guys. It's it's not uncommon. Yeah, uh, Bucky, I'm with Salah. Uh, you can't play scared. You can't, you know, be afraid to 
put your guy out there. Um, and I think even though he's a veteran, even though he's a future Hall of Famer, even though he's won a Super Bowl, this is a new team. And I think it's important, especially nowadays when they really don't, you know, go very hard for the most part in practice. I think it's important for him to get out there live with his new receivers, with his new offensive line, new running backs, the whole nine yards, and just get a taste of it so that his first, you know, real action isn't in against Buffalo in week one. Uh, you told us a little bit about your feelings on Rodgers in New York. And you and I have been kind of in lockstep on Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he's a great quarterback. Uh, but I've always, I've, you know, I've harped on, like everybody has always blamed the fact that he's only got one Super Bowl appearance. Forget just championship. Mm-hmm. He only got one Super Bowl appearance uh, in his career, and a lot of that has been blamed on the defense, which at times there's a little some truth to that. But also Aaron Rodgers did not deliver, in particularly in the NFC Championship games. He's one in four, and this is a guy whose claim to fame is that he doesn't throw interceptions. The best ever at protecting the football in the air. And yet in the five NFC title games, he's got nine touchdowns and eight interceptions. So there's something going on there when a guy is that out of character. You look recently, you know, I think it was Tampa Bay um, when they got down big and he rallied in the second half. You know, it wasn't really in doubt, but, you know, he kind of came on in the second half and put up numbers. And if you just look at the box score, it doesn't look like he had a bad game. But I'm saying, why? where were you when Tampa Bay was building that huge lead? San Francisco's building that huge lead. So, um, but I will say this, Bucky. Um, seeing the way he has behaved in New York, I first thought all the talk about the trophy that they won in 1969 looking lonely and, oh, it's so great to be a Jet. I thought it was bogus. I thought it was just lip service and saying the right thing. And then he gave up the $35 million, which I mm-hmm. still don't think he – I don't know why he did it. I mean, I get you want to potentially help the team get some players, but I don't think you had to do that. But you, what I have to say is it shows that this dude is all in. And then you mentioned his other behavior, mentioned our mentoring Zach Wilson and – being there in the offseason to work out with the receivers, so on and so forth. I, Bucky, I, now I got questions about the offensive line, but I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to look more like the Aaron Rodgers of two years ago. Not, I'm not saying it'll be 100% there, but I'm expecting him to be closer to that than closer to the guy that played last year in Green Bay. Where are you at on that? I'm, look, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. Uh, he he certainly brings something to the table. He's look, these guys are prideful, right? And so when you have a lot of pride, uh, you're gonna step up and you're gonna bring it each and every day. And so he is going to bring his best effort uh, to the field. He has been um, look the the model guy in in the in the locker room when it comes to leadership and trying to get yep. these young guys to understand what is what it takes to play at a high level. You already see when you look at Hard Knocks, man, these guys are hanging on his every word. And so it's good to see that part of his personality come out, the leadership guy. 
Now, the difference will be how does he um, perform? They don't have the best offensive line. And so how is he going to perform in maybe a stressful situation when it comes to the pressure in his face? How is what's his skill level like? You know, we're spoiled by what Tom Brady was able to do, continue to get better and better as he aged out. But can Aaron Rodgers do that? Can he play at that level where we're like, hey, man, this no matter what the age says, this guy is still playing at a level where we respect him and we fear him when he has the ball in his hands. For uh, the Jets, it's about understanding it's different kind of being the team that no one talked about to now their expectations. How did the the players handle the expectations? So I love what Robert Sala is talking about. Hey, we're going to play him this last preseason game and get him ready because what he's trying to do is still a trick that the Kansas City Chiefs have done for years. You heard him allude to Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs playing some of their guys. The Kansas City Chiefs jump on people the early part of the regular season. When we've heard other coaches talk about the first four games or for us to figure out who we are, the Kansas City Chiefs are like, no, 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 no. We know who we are right away. (laughs) And that gives them a chance to get the top seed. And when you've seen the Kansas City Chiefs go to three out of the last four Super Bowls and have like home field advantage on some of those runs, that's the trick. Now, we'll see if the Jets can kind of make that work. But, yeah, you got to play you guys. You got to have a rhythm, man. You don't want to give away games at the early part of the season because you're not ready to play. So I applaud them for it. Let's see what it, turn, what it looks like. Well, and especially with their schedule. Because their – I mean, they it's not out of the question for them to be one in four. You hmm. know, um, and they if they come out of the gate like that in New York, it will – you know, it could get, it could get really challenging for Rodgers right away. Their schedule, Bucky, they got the Bills, they got the Cowboys, they got the Patriots, who I think they'll beat, but, you know, they, that's always always going to be a tough game with Belichick there in that defense. Then they got the Chiefs and the Broncos and the Eagles, Giants, Chargers. I mean, it's that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games that – I mean, the Broncos, you know, obviously that's a team that's beatable. But those are eight tough weeks to start out mm-hmm. with for the most part. Certainly seven or six or seven of them. Um, you mentioned the offensive line. I got major concerns about it. I think how much can Rodgers with his quick release, his intelligence, and their quick game do to offset that line? Like, is it a point – I mean, we see Burrow – Obviously function very well with the bad offensive line. We see Josh Allen do it with a mediocre offensive line. Do you think it's not going to be the problem that a lot of people might think it will be uh, just because of Rodgers and what he can do? Or at his age, is this is this a major issue? Well, I mean, I still think it's a major issue. Uh, I think, you know, as you get older, you don't want to get hit. And so when you start getting hit, it changes the way that – you look, it changes the way that your eye level is in terms of do you look down the field or do you look at the rush? Great passers feel the rush, but they are able to look downfield. They look beyond it. Um, as you get older, man, you start getting hit early in games. No, no, no. You, you can't focus and concentrate the same way. So this offensive line has to be able to help them. They can do some things in terms of getting the ball out quickly and that. But no, the offensive line is a big component. The one thing that we do know that he can do is he can be an exceptional game manager and not saying like hey he can play conservative but in terms of 
teaching this team how to win, managing the game, manipulating the clock, understanding situation and circumstance and how to put it in their favor, reminding the guys in four-minute offense to stay inbounds. All of that knowledge and experience and expertise that he's acquired over the years, he can share that with the young players. And that may account for two or three wins just in terms of learning how to play and not beating themselves. So he has value, but the offensive line is still a major concern. So I don't know if you've made your picks yet. I I said I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, I think they're only getting two in. I I think the AFC West will get two. I think the AFC North will get two. And then obviously the South will have, I I think, one. Um, So you got Buffalo. You got Miami. You got Belichick and the Patriots. What type of year do you foresee – if you've done your, you know, your your homework and your prediction yet, what type of year do you foresee for for the Jets? A lot of it depends on Aaron Rodgers' health um, as he gets older. But if he's healthy and available, you know they can win ten or more games. Mm. They're good enough to do that. Their so defense, that, that should be probably get them in the playoffs, right? It'll put them on the fringe. I think they're right on the fringe. I think they're on the cusp. I think um, he is going to put them in a position where we're going to talk about these guys being in the mix the last four weeks of the season. Then it's about how he and some of the other guys perform. The pressure really is on Robert Sala. So the head coach now takes more responsibility because when you have a high-end quarterback, that, that wipes away the excuses. So now we're going to be able to evaluate the head coach. And see, does he have the ability to help this team win the games that they not only are supposed to win, but can they win some games that maybe they're not supposed to win based on tactics, strategy, game management and execution? All of those things come into it. So the head coach is is on the hook for that. You just don't want to give away games and do that stuff. Do you think they are the second or because I'm I'm guessing from a 10 win, you know, that area. You don't think they're going to win the division. So do you think they're the second or third best team in the AFC East? I think we can make the case that they're the second best team in the East. We talked earlier in the show about the Buffalo Bills coming back to the pack. Uh, The quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, gives them a chance to win some games just in terms of organization and management and execution. So that will give them a chance. Really it comes down to how do they start the season? Do they stumble out the gate? And Nathaniel Hackett. Can Aaron Rodgers uh, outplay the coaching or lack thereof? When well, it comes he loves to Hackett. Hackett. Yeah, he, do, he does love him. <laughs> but it's one thing loving him. But now when Hackett has the stuff, can he – look, can he, can he outplay the coaching? Because last year we saw what Hackett and Wilson, what that combination looked like. And we're still trying to figure out who is chiefly responsible for the right. lack of performance from Denver. Is it Hackett? Is it Wilson? That's what we'll be looking at. How does Aaron Rodgers perform with a different play caller? Bucky, we were talking about this yesterday on First Things First on FS1. And let's say the Jets win nine games, fall just short of the playoffs. Uh, And, you know, we know what Woody Johnson is expecting. He's expecting, like, Mm -hmm. uh, probably at least the AFC Championship game, if not the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, And they get rid of Salah. But Rodgers has a good year and shows that, you know, he's still playing well. We could see a scenario where if they get rid of Salah, they've had a decent season, Rodgers played well, that Rodgers could be like, look, I want Nate Hackett to be the head coach (laughs) because that's Mm. his boy from, from, from Green Bay. 
And I think if that were to happen, I mean, obviously he might, he's got love for Hackett. He feels like, probably might feel like he got a raw deal in Denver. Um, if Rodgers did that, like I'm either out of here, I'll retire, or I want Hackett. I got to be honest, as horrible as Hackett was in Denver, I'd, I'd give him a year at least if it meant keeping Aaron Rodgers. Where, where would you be at on that? Well, I mean, you want to keep the quarterback. The quarterback makes you a relevant franchise. We haven't heard as much conversation about the New York Jets since they had Brett Favre. And right. if you think about all things that are part of being an NFL owner, yeah, you want the product on the field to look great, but you also want to be able to capitalize on the players that you have. I mean, they are the media darling right now. Everyone loves the New York Jets. They got yep. they secured hard, hard knocks, even though they didn't want to be on hard knocks. I think that has been the best infomercial for the team. Right. So, yeah, if we can keep Aaron Rodgers around, even if he is a diminishing player, oh, we want that because we want the attention, we want the notoriety, we want all the things that come along with him being available. All right, that's our man Bucky Brooks. It's your turn to weigh in, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Simple question, are you a believer in Aaron Rodgers and the Jets this season? Your thoughts next as we continue the conversation on the I Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts have you ever brought your magic to walt disney world like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It's the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard. He's Bucky Brooks. We are live from the TireRack.com studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, ATV, boat, RV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on the New York Jets. Do you believe in Aaron Rodgers and the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets? Let's start with Bruno in Brooklyn. Bruno, welcome to the Odd Couple. Gentlemen, good evening. Hey, as a long-suffering Jets fan, I have cautious optimism. I think all the, all the pieces are in place this season. Uh, I think what we really uh, need to, obviously everybody's talking about the offensive line, but I think I think Rodgers being back with Hackett I think is a really good thing. And I think what no one's talking about, as weak as the offensive line might be, is that the defense is ferocious, and I think field position is going to play a big role. I think if he, you know, if they can keep him on a short field, Rodgers being on a short field, I think they're going to be able to, to make some moves. But it's all it's all based on that left tackle, and we know that. But we'll see what brings it up. But we, we are cautious, cautiously optimistic, to say the least. Yeah, you you may be showing caution, but the rest of New York seems to be going nuts. Like they have thrown caution to the wind, my man. But look, Dwayne Brown, we know you know they're going to get him back, uh, maybe for the start of the season. But Bucky, I, look, he's he was a great you know offensive lineman, but now he's thirty seven in his sixteenth year. I hope he can hold up. And, you know, this. it looks like this Saturday, Makai Becton's going to get the start. And that's huge. Let's see, like, if he can play the whole season, number one. Because I think he's – I think if he plays, he'll be effective. Uh, so, if he can stay healthy, then that's huge for them. Uh, so, let's see what he does on Saturday. You know, he played last week and, and looked good against second and third teamers. Uh Let's go to Dallas in Florida. Dallas, welcome to the Odd Couple. Hey, guys, thanks for, for having me. Love the show, long time. Um, Chris, Thank you. Buck, 
You know, I, I think Rodgers, for all the things you guys mentioned with his IQ, game management, et cetera, he'll, he'll have the Jets at about ten and a half wins. Um, I don't think they'll win the division, but I think that will put them in the wild card. And, you know, I think an interesting matchup, and this will be from Bucky's perspective, I, I know you do the, the Jaguars pregame and they do a heck of a job, man. Uh, their post their uh, preseason game analysis, man. Love you on that show, but would love to hear you evaluate that potential matchup as a first round Jaguars and the Jets. I'll listen off the air, guys. Have a great. Day. Thank you. Yep. Oh, I mean, one, I appreciate the kind words about the Jags preseason stuff. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, look, the Jags and the Jets, that's an interesting one. Now, I had a chance to see those teams play up close and personal last year. I think it was a Thursday night game on Amazon, and it was a game in which the Jaguars were able to dominate. A lot of that had to do with the quarterback situation in New York. Uh, Zach Wilson was quickly benched. They uh, uh, went a former, put a former CFL player to run around and do those things, and so the Jaguars were able to win. The thing about Aaron Rodgers coming on board, and we can talk about the skills, and we still have to see what it looks like when he plays in the regular season. I can't underscore enough the importance of having someone at the position who has the experience and the expertise that he has and being able to manage games. We saw it with Tom Brady and those things. Yes, a lot of quarterback is about the talent, but it's understanding situation and really understanding how to get the team to the winner's circle. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' ability to play in a bunch of games, a bunch of like marquee games, he will be able to convey that to the young guys and hold them to a standard that might enable them to play much better down the stretch. It'll be a good one, but I'm going to say this. That Jaguars offense, that Jaguars offense is aiming to hit 30 points every night. And Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley, and you heard it here first, Calvin Ridley is going to be a difference maker for the Jaguars in terms of being a true number one receiver. He had 1,300 yards with a broken foot, and he said, I am him. And so he has come back, and he is every bit as good and as explosive as he once was as a Pro Bowl player. If he becomes a legitimate number one like he's showing, uh, this Jaguars offense is going to go from good to great this season. Is Lawrence an MVP candidate, in your opinion? It's early to say that he'll be an MVP candidate because I can't quite put him in the same category as Pat Mahomes, like sight unseen in this offense. But he is going to make it very interesting because Doug Peterson loves where he's at right now in terms of Trevor Lawrence. And if Trevor takes another jump like he took last year uh, in the second year in Doug Peterson's system, yeah, we'll have some dark horse conversations because they should be able to win this division. Not saying it'll be easy, but you got two young quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. You want uncertainty in Tennessee. Man, that could lead to five or six wins. And if they're able to do that and then kind of find seven or eight wins elsewhere on the schedule, well, that puts them in a position to have maybe 12 to 13 wins if it goes according to plan. So, yeah, he can be in that conversation if the team is playing well and they're vying for a top two seed. All right, let's go to Gary in Houston. Gary, you're on with the eye couple. Yeah, so I yeah, so I think the Jets are probably an eleven or twelve win team, but it's not gonna be because of Dan Rogers. It's gonna be because of that defense. I think they have the third best defense behind Buffalo and Dallas. And I think Rogers is gonna be the exact same he was last year, but that's more than enough. They were seven and four until the wheels fell off. So as long as Rogers is just okay to above average, they're gonna be a great team. That defense showed up last year. In their four games against Miami and Buffalo, they never gave more than twenty points. So, yeah, 11-12 wins. All right. Uh, I, I, I love the optimism 
You know, I love the optimism <laughs> about that defense, and that defense is legit because they they have yep. invested in the front line. They want they want to throw six, seven, eight pass rushers at you. To do that, though, they have to have a lead. And the one person that we haven't talked about this entire show for the Jets is Dalvin Cook. Um, if you go back and think about when the Jets were seven and four, a lot of that was due to their ability to run the ball with Breeze Hall right. and then come back and play great defense. No matter what we talk about the league being a passing league, there is something about being able to run and play defense. So with Dalvin Cook, the Jets should have that ability to run the football, to lean on their defense. And then you may not need – what you don't want is I don't want Aaron Rodgers to have to play at an A level for 12 games for us to win. I want him right. to show up like three or four games and be that four-time MVP, but allow the rest of the team to carry him those other games. If they can get that kind of complimentary football playing – played in New York, now you have a Jets team that certainly can win 11 or 12 games. All right. uh, Trolling or rolling is on the way, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. Thank you, B-Fin. Have a great night. It's time for trolling or rolling. With Martin, well, not with Martin White, but with Rob Garrett. Tom Brady, he's done. Aaron Rodgers did not have a Pro Bowl season. It's trolling or rolling. That's right, it is trolling and rolling. Martin Weiss on a beach in Mexico drinking margaritas. That's why he's not here tonight. It was something I wish I would have known yesterday. That would have been more helpful, but it's okay. We've got a lot of topics to get to. And I'll run through it quickly. I don't know, Bucky, if you've done this before. If you like the story, you get the roll sound. They see me rolling. If you don't like it, you get the troll sound. Oh, Ooh. man. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> It's not like it's super unique. I think every show in America does something like this. But let's get to it. Story number one. As you guys know, Brian Vanley just mentioned it. James Harden is at odds with the 76ers front office, specifically Daryl Morey. And their new owner, Josh Harris, said in an interview that he wants to, quote, accommodate James with what he wants. And I'd love to convince him to stay. Chris Broussard, trolling or rolling, the Sixers should consider getting rid of Daryl Morey and keeping James Harden in Philadelphia. Mm, That's a great question. Um... Ooh. I will say I will roll. Yeah, I, I'll roll with mm. it. They see me rolling. The oh, key like word that. is consider. I'm not saying I definitely got to get rid of Maury because look, Harden, I might only keep him for one more year anyway, right? Um, but I, I probably have to talk to Joel Embiid, see how high he is on Harden. I got to talk to Harden, see where his head is at. But you 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 gave me a little bit of an out with the word consider, so I'm definitely rolling with it. looking at it, considering it. Because more, no, no, no we rolling. No, 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 we rolling. Like if you're doing all that him and home, we're rolling. We got to get him up out of the paint. Get him up out of the paint. What have he done? They haven't done anything since he's been there. Like get him up out of the paint. Let's get some new management. But go with a better player. People are talking about James Harden not playing well in the postseason. But remember, he had those 40 point games that put them up. Joel Embiid is the one that should have been able to push them over the top. Harden is the compliment. He ain't supposed to be the franchise guy. Yeah. Look at Bucky get all hyped up over James Harden. I know. Only guy in America defending James Harden today. (laughs) Because everyone gives Joel Embiid a pass. Joel Embiid's the MVP. 
Well, they both you they both didn't show up when it mattered. I mean, Harden had a couple big games, but he had a couple horrible ones too. All right, we're sticking with basketball. Story number two, Team USA just completed the undefeated run in their exhibition series heading into the uh, FIBA games. And after the most recent win over Germany, Steve Kerr said Anthony Edwards is, quote, unquestionably the guy after he dropped 34 points. Chris, trolling or rolling that Anthony Edwards is poised to become a top 10 player in the NBA next season. I'm going to troll that. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. He's, <laughs> he's destined to be a top 10 player. There's no question about that. Not quite sure it'll be next year, though. I, I might give him a, one more year beyond the next. Oh, no, he's that guy. He just plays in a t- for a team that we don't see on TV much. Anthony, he's a, he's a monster. Yeah, I'm, 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 look, I'm rolling. They see me rolling. He's a monster. And the way he got down the other day against Germany, uh, that's just a little a little snippet of what he does on a nightly basis in the NBA. I'm all with I'm all with Ant-Man. Rob G, we needed more NBA topics. Yeah, we day. did. The Bucky talking with more uh, oomph than he has all show. My <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, like you told me you trolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling this. with it. Bucky's like, all right, guys, to be honest with you, I'm tired of talking football. I really want to get into this NBA offseason talk. Now we know. That's my true passion. Now we know. All right, well, unfortunately, we're getting back to the NFL. Trolling rolling here on the Yacht with Bucky Brooks with Chris Broussard. Chris Jones is in the middle of a contract holdout with the Kansas City Chiefs, the all-world defensive tackle slash defensive end. And he replied to a uh, Chiefs fan on Twitter saying that he's willing to sit out through week eight. If he doesn't get the deal that he's looking for. If he does that, when you factor in the fines, he will be down approximately $10 million just due to fines and missing game checks. Chris Broussard trolling or rolling that if he skips out through week eight, Chris Jones will be able to make up that $10 million he would have lost in a new deal. That's a great question. I'm going to troll it. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. I could be very wrong. Um, It depends on how the Chiefs are doing. If they're not doing well, then uh, he might make it up. But I I, I think go get that money. I get it. He he deserves the money, but um, I'm going to troll that. That's oh, I'm with that. I'm trolling that. He, 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 no. Oh, man. We hey, all, we hey, all, hey, hey, yeah, hey, we, hey. We can sit here and talk about, I'm going to sit out. But now the league has made it prohibitive. Those fines, those $50,000 a day fines, you can't wipe those off the books. You don't get that money back. No matter what that deal is, they can put some sugar on top. You still have to pay those fines. So you'll never make up the money that you, you're losing by sitting out half the season. So we can talk big, and, and he's kind of like the big bad wolf. But, oh, he's going to be there by the time we get to week one. Like you're not mm. giving up that money. Maybe you miss a game. You're not giving up that money. That's too much money to lose. As I'm left with you on that. I always say like that. That is too much money. I'm even looking at a Jonathan Taylor. If he doesn't get traded, Bucky. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, look, I get it. Relatively speaking, it don't look like a lot of money, but it's a lot of money. Four million dollars, and then if they tag him next year, you get ten million. I mean, you can't throw that money away because where are you getting it from? Exactly. You're not getting that money back. All right, we got time for one more. I was going to do a football one with this Bucky, such a big NBA fan. Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball, who hasn't played in an NBA game since January of 2022, revealed in an interview with Trey Young on his podcast 
that following his third knee surgery, he will miss the upcoming 2023-2024 season, and he's hopeful he'll be back for 24-25. Chris Broussard, trolling or rolling, Lonzo Ball will never play in the NBA again due to injury. Wow. I'm going to be optimistic, and I'm going to say I'm trolling that. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. I think he'll give it a shot. I mean, I don't I don't know offhand what his contract situation is. Um, but if he – I think he'll give it one more shot. Maybe he can be a Sean Livingston. Remember, his career was in jeopardy. Um, come back, you know, be, be a role player. Um, maybe come off the bench. Or it may not work out, but I do think he'll get at least one more shot uh, to at least see if he can, you know, stay in the league for a little longer. Mm. I'm rolling, man. I, I think I think they see me rolling. I think I think I think it's done, man. I think it's unfortunate, and I would hate for it to be because of those bad shoes, those big baller brand shoes. Oh God! Messed up his alignment and his feet and all that. Now his knees are bad. I would hate that. That is ultimately the blame for his injuries. But yeah, man, when you have like three of these and micro fractures and all that. Man, I, it's hard to come back from that. I, I just can't imagine him coming back from it. That would be, man, you 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 ain't lying, Bucky, about, I mean, it's bad, period. But if it was those shoes that your dad created and, you know. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Come on, that, man. Yeah, oh, that'd yeah. be real hard to live with. Um, all right. It is the odd couple, Chris and Bucky. We were going to talk Baker, but let's talk Harden. I mean, Bucky is a huge NBA guy, we see. So we're going to talk some James Harden next. Keep it locked. It's the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're gonna love listening to it and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Duvall ready. He kicks the pitch. Swing and a liner off of Duvall. It's through. It's a base hit. Stott scores. Marsh being waved home. He's going to score. And the Phillies yes. have just won it. All right, Turner wins it with a smash back up the middle off of Duvall, and the Phillies take a 4-3 win. That was the progressive play of the day. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. It's the odd couple Chris Broussard and Bucky Brooks filled in. For Rob Parker tonight, did a fantastic job. We had some awesome, awesome NFL discussions. But, man, we we found out too late that Bucky is (laughs) big on the NBA. My goodness. Uh, So I'm going to give you the floor. You're obviously well-versed on this James Harden situation in Philadelphia. Uh, What do you – give us your thoughts on this. Um because I I don't see any leverage for him. Um, I I get, you know, him being upset with Maury, but I, I don't think there's he has any leverage for him to say I'll never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Um, I mean, where are you going if they don't trade you? Now maybe you think they'll get rid of Maury, but give me your thoughts. No, this is interesting because he doesn't have any leverage. I'm be honest with you. When he signed, the, he signed the uh, or he kept the option, uh, which was to, I, that was smart, Bucky, because he wasn't yeah. going to get any. Nobody on the market was going to give him that because they were all bad teams rebuilding. You know? Yeah, no, no, no one, no one was going to give him that kind of money, the money that that he wants. And so I, 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 I get that. But once he signed it, like he has to come in. Like I'm sure they have a fine schedule that it pro- will be very prohibitive if he's not. There. The thing about it is, what we don't know, because remember, he, he kind of signed like a agreed to. He gave some money back to the Sixers, right? Uh, when he when he came over in the trade and, and all of that. And man, I, I don't know much, but I know players don't give money back, <laughs> particularly right. in the NBA. They don't give money guaranteed money back. And so you would think that there was a nod, wink agreement that Daryl Morey had made with him regarding the money. And now he wants his money, and it appears that maybe the Sixers are barking at that. And so if Morey Made promises that he can't keep. Yeah, man, it's hard because it's a well, player's league. 
Right, and I hear you because I initially thought the same thing. I think most people thought the same thing, and who knows, maybe it was true, but, you know, and I understood even without leverage as a man, if you gave up $14 million, if this dude told you he was going to make it up to you, I get why he went off on Maury. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the NBA launched an investigation into this, and they they interviewed Harden, and he said what he was referring to by calling Daryl Moore a liar was that when he opted into the contract but asked to be traded, Moore said, I'll trade you quickly. And that is what Harden told the NBA. So I don't know if you saw the news today. The NBA has fined Harden $100,000 for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of it was him saying he'll never play for the organization because that was, in the NBA's mind, that's kind of the equivalent of demanding a trade. And now there's, yeah. you know, there's rules against that. Now, I hear you, I, Bucky, it's, it does strain credibility to think that that's what Harden was talking about. But the, so was he, did he not say that? You know, not, did he, was he trying to protect himself from the NBA thinking y'all had a wink-wink deal? Or... Is he telling the truth? I'm going to take him at his word with what he told the NBA and trust that that's what he means. But if that's the case, he has no, like, you're really, you really mad at Daryl Morey for that? That, that just, you can't do that. Cause, cause if he doesn't get a good deal, he can't trade you. Bucky, the best thing for Harden to do, and I get that your pride is wounded, but the best thing for him to do is go back to Philly, ball out, play the best he can play, and maybe that would provoke a team to trade for him before the deadline, or you just play out the season with Philly and see if you can help them go deep into the playoffs, if not to the finals, and then that will up your value again on the market. Yeah, no, I mean, that that that's what he's left with. He has to figure out how to do that and everyone is going to be down on him because of his age but yeah he has to go back he doesn't have the leverage to really force them make it happen the way that he wants to all right that is our man bucky brooks former nfl player front office um person now one of the great nfl analysts around great job bucky and again next time you on we talking some nba bro <laughs> We believe that. All right. (laughs) Great job, man. Thank you, brother. We out. Peace. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned that over a summer, bro. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.